When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Shop Tongue Podcast. This is Jesse May. I'm in the process of having a song made for me by one of my talented musical friends, Troy Kwan, the chef, uh, is going to make me a dope intro song. Until then, you guys are just going to have to listen to me sing, sing, sing a song. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. This episode is sponsored by CISO. Comedy is experiencing a serious renaissance right now. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. And CISO is a comedy streaming service tailor-made for comedy lovers and nerds with thousands of hours of the best comedy 24-7-365. Go to CISO.com and start watching all the comedy you can stream for free. Take a break from the porn. Watch some comedy. Check out CISO.com. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys tuning in and listening Listening to my nasally Syracuse voice that's here for you week after week. Sometimes I miss a week. You know, life life gets up in my neck and I'm, I'm, I'm karate chopping it down to try and hang on. But it gets the best of me sometimes. Uh, I am traveling. I should tell you guys where I'm going to be this weekend, Friday, April 8th, Saturday, April 9th, and Sunday, April 10th. I'm at the Cincinnati Funny Bone in Ohio. That's Friday, April 8th through the 10th. And then I am going to be at Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky. That is April 21st, 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Again, that is Comedy Off-Broadway in Lexington, Kentucky. You can come see me there if y'all want to. Come check it out. Come on down to Lexington, Kentucky. Y'all want to see me? Do some fucky-fucky in Lexington, Kentucky. (laughs) And then, the first week of May, I believe. Yes, Friday, May 6th, 7th, 8th. I will be in Albany, New York. I believe that's a funny bone. Um, Friday, May 13th, 14th, and 15th. I will be at Levity Live in the Palisades in West Nyack, just north of New York City. So come check me out, jessiemay.com for tickets as always. Um, if you mention this podcast and prove that you are subscribing, I am giving away tickets so you have a chance to win tickets to come see me live. Just send me a screenshot of being a subscriber and uh, you could win tickets to come see me live. We had a bunch of people come to North Carolina. I was in Raleigh last weekend, had a bunch of winners come. I appreciate it. Andrew Jenkins, one of my longtime fans, came out giving you a shout out. I appreciate you. Andrew got to see me do some work and then um, handle a heckler, as we do so often in this biz. Um, I am super pumped. I am going to be having this whole summer off. I just thought about that. Almost the whole summer off. And I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Um, I think I might have to puff puff on some of my newly discovered Honey Bear Farms products, which is an organic marijuana company, medical marijuana company out of Los Angeles. They're amazing. Organic, man. You can't, you know, you you have to get into the organic lifestyle. My mom's always like, organic is going to cause cancer. Nancy, no, it's not. You can actually cure cancer on your own. Don't listen to these motherfuckers out here in these streets. Eat healthy. Organic is where it's at. And if you'd like to smoke weed, listen, you're still smoking stuff. That stuff gets in your lungs and it can mess you up. Go organic. No pesticides, no fungicides. None of those GMO nastiness all up in your product. Honey Bear Farms is where it's at. They're they're my new favorites. Check them out. Um, what else do we have coming up? Uh, I've just been hanging out with my dogs. You know, I had 
three days off, I felt like a goddamn human being. Um, I puff puffed. I went to the beach. I watched the sunset. I, you know, I just chilled. I took my top off and I walked around in the sand. Not titties out. I don't do titties out unless I'm on vacation. You can't do titties out in Venice and people just start handing you cash like you're homeless. Well, maybe I should do titties out now that I think of it. I might have to switch up my my approach. <laughs> I, um... I, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of pumped. I'm kind of pumped to just chill the F out this summer. I'm going to have to figure out what I, what I can do. Maybe I can go stalk Steve Stamos, who was on Netflix. I don't know if you guys saw that. He was all over Netflix for April Fool's and all you guys sent me messages about it. Like him and I are BFFs. He's over it. You know what? I'm moving on to Dave Coulier. (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) Cut it out. <laughs> I am a, I'm a raging nerd. Okay. I'm like a border. I'm like cool as fuck, but I'm such a nerd. It's such a, it's such a battle. It's like people battling between good and evil. I battle between cool and nerdum. I, I teeter on that line, man. You know what? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I, um, I'm going to get right into this interview because I'm in a silly mood today. It's, it's my third day off and I am just in the goofiest of moods. <laughs> um, I, this, this week I interviewed one of my close comedy friends I've known for a while and whose balls I love to bust. There's some of my friends I just love to bust their balls. Dom Herrera is one of them because he gives it right back. And uh, Chris Frangel is another one of them. Just there's a few people in my life who I enjoy, I thoroughly enjoy busting their balls. And this guy coming up is one of them. I've known him for a while. I know I know him so well. His mom made me sandwiches. That's some real friendship. <laughs> and uh, he's a fellow comedian and a fellow friend. And he's actually starting to get funny. It took a while. It takes a while. It takes a village. But he's he's uh, he's doing it. <laughs> He's finally funny. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the interview with my homie, John the Sausage Campanelli. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Pod. Oh my God, I can't even say. I always say ton. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I probably should have picked a fucking name that I could say and pronounce my on my own. Oh shit, okay. You can say something. Okay. Are we starting now? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I... Sharp Tongue Podcast. Thank you. You knocked it out of the park. Thank you. You're John Campanelli? No. When did we meet? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, I was trying to think that on the way over here, like when we met. And I can't remember the first day that we met. Was it Gotham in New York? It was Gotham in New York. And you know, you knew that. You were trying to act like you couldn't remember. No, I just... <laughs> It just came to my brain now because I remember seeing you. You had like a, some bad I'm really excited to have you. you. I'm really excited to have you on this podcast. So thank you very much. <laughs> this is the second time you did the joke and it still didn't work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know you're one of my favorite people to bust balls? I like. I yes, love busting yes. your balls. Yeah, I was talking. To, I was actually talking to someone about this the other day. And hey, <clears throat> Do you like how you're talking? And I'm just get focused on my yeah. dog. Okay. I hear you. You can still talk. All right. This is what I do when I'm on stage. Also, if people aren't paying attention, I'll just stop. Okay. Well, just continue talking because people Uh, are listening. Okay. Um. Uh. What were we saying again? (laughs) We were talking about. (laughs) If you guys want to stop listening now, I completely understand. (laughs) We were talking about your bad outfit when I met you. Yeah, I met. I definitely. That's definitely not true. But I met you. Yeah, at Gotham. I met you, and I was talking to somebody about how even if I go like a little while without talking to you. Like it's always we have a very good relationship. Oh, see, I we pick which one of those differently. <laughs> Perfect, we're on the same page. <laughs> I I already finished the book. We're not on the same page. Okay, I can't read. So I lent the book That's to why. a friend. Oh, right. <laughs> we're on the same page. Great. I keep recommending the book to people, but I haven't read it, so I just kind of joined in. Yeah, no, it's a we great do. book. We do have this like friendship bond. Yeah. I, I I like I feel like I can definitely I try to go as long as I can without talking to you. Thank you. No, That's I my get goal. It. That's a good friendship. <laughs> I try to like you know you're one of the only people whose phone calls I actually answer. Thank you. 
Because I know there's then, so, I know there's maniacal neurosis on the other <laughs> line that needs immediate attention. So you you get it you I feel like you immediately get excited you get, you pick up and then after three minutes you go I why did I pick up and it's the same thing every time. <laughs> it's like Groundhog it's like Groundhog's Day when you when I call. <laughs> I feel like Andy McDowell. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just know there's gonna be you need you need help. <laughs> Is that why you brought me on? Is this an intervention? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to like be too abrupt about it. But you this brought is me on the Sharp Tongue podcast yeah. for this. Uh. It's an emotional intervention. <laughs> okay, so do you remember anything about the details about what we meant? Yeah, you were at, we were at Gotham, and uh, were we both performing, or was I, or were you? You were on stage. I had just heard of you. Uh, like you, your name was starting to get some heat. I think that's just the herpes. Yeah, you had a huge herpes outbreak. <laughs> just the rush. And again, if you guys want to stop listening right now, I totally understand. The heat was just the chlamydia kicking in. Yeah. Uh, does it get hot when you have chlamydia? I, you should know. Come on. Like, you don't know the answer to that question? I don't know anything. Unzip your pants and tell me what the temp is down there. Why? A steamy, a balmy. Someone get me a thermometer. <laughs> a taintometer. Okay, so I was on stage. Yeah, and then I was there, and then I was like... <laughs> You're a terrible storyteller. Great, and I was there. <laughs> you were on stage. We are not stoned. We aren't. I know. That's too bad. Um, and you were there. Okay, so we then, got we've got that part. And then when you got off, we talked. <laughs> <laughs> Why? In my mind, I feel like you had like a red velour jacket, like a never smoking would I, jacket in, in college. For sure, but not never at that point. Are you point sure in my you life. didn't have a red velour smoking couple, jacket? How long do you think it was? Like four years ago now? Four or five years yeah, ago? Yeah, about five years ago. Yeah. No, I definitely didn't have a smoking velour jacket. I feel like you had a velour smoking jacket. I know that's on. what you feel like. Did but you that have house slippers what, on? It's probably in your dreams. <laughs> Nightmares. When I was riding a stallion <laughs> in a red velour <laughs> with sandals on. Okay, now was I funny that night? Yeah, I think you're very funny. I am really funny. Don't do that the whole time. Don't I'm just ask kidding. me for sure. I'm kidding. If, you I'm know, just... if I did that to you, you'd be just I'd really upset. I'd say absolutely not. Yeah. But I think that you're very funny. I, um, I, I always just like tell the details of when we met. Because what if I die? You're going to want to remember that. Or if you die, I, you know, I'll, I try can... to re- I'll try to remember. Is it the murder-suicide that's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't answer you this podcast. Serial ki- I've always told you you're a serial killer. You have told me that. You have the, those like eye. They're not dead eyes. They're like planning eyes. Wow, this is selling me. I have two albums out if you guys want to go buy them. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Um, you do have two albums i don't even have one out yet no thanks i gotta get my shit together what are your album titles nervous <laughs> no I, not your emotional state right now the, fir- what the are first your album album's called, the first album's called nervous <clears throat> it's on itunes amazon cd baby and the second one's called new phone who is this that's so good thank you very that much. that one was the most recent yeah what, where did you tape that new york comedy club Oh, okay. It was great. Did yeah. it go really well? And it, how did it you went do it? really well. How, did you do like three nights and cut it all together? I did, did you do straight I shot? I did two nights. Um, I, I did two. No, I did two shows one night. Okay. And it was just, it was so good. And uh, I, I had a lot of material. So I, I, you know, this one, it's 65 minutes long. Wow. Um, and uh, the first like one. like 60 minutes too long for me, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was going for. I initially was going, I only wanted it to be five minutes and I got carried away on stage. Somebody should just do a five minute special. I mean, yeah. Like what the fuck? Why do we need a whole goddamn hour? Just do a tight five. Put it on Netflix. Or late night sets. Late. Yeah, I mean, those two, but just do. do a tight. People do those already. But, you, but you're, you're, you're restricted with content. No, I, I think that we could go shorter. I, I think there's nothing wrong with like, it could be like a new thing that like comics do. Where we do maybe 15. A 15 minute thing. Yeah. Do you think an hour's a little, you know, indulgent? Depends on how good you are. I feel like that was a jab. No, it was not a jab. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You, I've seen you. I've seen you. Oh I, 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 didn't I open for you? You're yeah. great headlining. I have to have you open for me again. I forget that you can do a, a feature set. You don't want me. To, you don't want me to feature. <laughs> I just said that after you just told me you headlined. I feel like that was a jab. <laughs> No, I have no. There's nothing. You have, I would. Lo- you have opened for me. Where the hell was it? Levity. San Jose. San Jose last year Ro- with Marcella. Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Yep. Rhode Island was fun. Um, what was the co- the, co- the that connection? was really the fun. comedy connection. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. Um, and then 
San Jose Improv. And then there was, I think there might have been somewhere else random. Yeah, there was another like little random spot. I forget where. Yeah, I, I, I love opening and featuring. I have nothing nothing wrong with that. You know, that's really important, I feel, for comedians to not have an ego about it. Why like, would just you? It's work. just stage time and it's, it's work. Time. Yeah, who cares? Who cares what the title is? Yeah. There's so much ego. Couple, a couple bucks and you get couple to bucks. do a bunch of shows. You get some beers? Yeah. You get to work out your set? Yeah. Fuck bitches. No, I'm kidding. Wow. I don't do that. You don't. You're not really. You're not a hound after shows. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Nothing, talk- there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not gay. Let me just put that out there. The Whoa, way they said that. A little homophobic. A little anger came out in that, huh? No, 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 no. no. But, so the whole point is, you don't go home with men. Yeah. Um. So. I don't know what we were talking about before. We were talking about like. <laughs> Did you just have like a, a fucking aneurysm? <laughs> oh my god! Don't say that stuff. Why? That no, happens. Gonna, you have to be I prepared. Know. You can never be prepared for an aneurysm. That's the one thing you probably can't be prepared for. <laughs> That's actually one thing you totally <laughs> can't prepare for. Prepared. <laughs> no, you were saying how you could go home with girls, but you don't. Yeah, that's not true either. But wow. I mean that. <laughs> <laughs> you just looked like you were in such deep thought, and then I heard the air conditioning, and I panicked. <laughs> days when you can hear like waitresses clinging glasses no, together but, at a club but, but <laughs> <laughs> okay let's okay Okay, geez. just calm down you, you get so stressed out i don't want you to get stressed out right now we're talking about after i always ask male after comics, shows. you don't you don't just go home with a bunch of chicks i stopped not that i now used, you're seeing somebody well well yeah well for that for because i have a girlfriend obviously i can't believe you just said that on a podcast Wait, can I just, I is wanna, that good I for my image i mean i would i would probably we should probably take it out Okay. I think either way, your, your so image is already in, right? destroyed. Okay. <laughs> I want to do a little sound effect action. Guys, tell me what I'm opening. That was great. This is a good sound. It was really good sound. Yeah. If you thought it was a bottle of water, it wasn't. It was a bottle of lube. I'm just about to, I'm going to fist John while he tells us his story. <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> the sound of you sucking on a dick. <laughs> I was sipping lube. That's me sipping lube. This podcast brought to you by Disney. <laughs> okay, wait. So, how did you meet this lube. new chick? I I just can't. The lube is good. We have good lube here. Um, I can't picture you in a like a relationship. I can't picture me in a relationship. So, but I would imagine you'd be a good boyfriend. I am. I am. Okay. Well, this is where you say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Can we use any of this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> This is actually really entertaining. I don't care what anyone else thinks. I'm thoroughly entertained. This is going to get one star, but you know what? <laughs> It'll get more stars than than uh, everybody else's comedy special on Netflix. Apparently, does the Netflix rating have to do with you, or is it overall ratings? Like, when you put, turn on your Netflix, are the, do the stars have to do with the universal rating, or is it what Netflix it thinks? It has to do with the universe. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Do you watch Netflix? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just... There, the the Netflix stars kind of bothers me because, like you'll you'll see something that you want to see and then it'll have like two stars and right. it really will deter you. But it's like I don't know how credible I feel like the rating system is there. I just did it right here. I just googled it. Why don't you think it's credible? Because I feel like everyone's different, and I feel like with Netflix, it's e- it's so easy to just to just watch something and then be like, that's not really me, you know, or maybe like. You know, people are are so negative now yeah, that like so many saying. more people will will put in if someone likes something they're they're less inclined to say that they like it yeah. over someone that doesn't like it and they might not like it for like really dumb reasons so it sucks because to be honest with you if it does have two stars I don't really want to start to sink into it because when I watch a movie I really want to sink into the movie I do too I don't I'm not one of these people even if it's bad yeah. I'll watch it to the end so it's like annoying when it's got or if it's got I, I just saw the worst movie hands down in my life what and, was and it, it made me very, I didn't, I didn't, I, it was called, I don't even care. It was called the overnight. It was literally the worst movie was it a, I've was it supposed ever to be scary? seen. No, it is the worst. I'm Googling it, 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 right it infuriated now. <laughs> me watching it. And then I go, Oh, well the end's gotta be good. And the end was, I literally go, they must've, because the they were such great actors in it, they're such great actors. Oh my actors. god! With 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 they're um, such great actors. The movie about the couple that tries out the sex thing, but not yeah, right? Yeah, is kind that what? Of. No, that's not what it is. Kind of. They not now. I mean, they 
Adam Scott, Taylor Schilling. So Adam Scott's from yeah, and he's great. He's, but he's great. Uh, he's great in all the shit that he does. Taylor Schilling's from Orange Is the New Black. Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. So it's a huge cast. And the movie was so bad. Let's see the synopsis. Alex and Alex, Emily, and their son RJ are new to Los Angeles. A chance meeting at the park introduces them to a mysterious Kurt, Charlotte, and Max. A family play date becomes increasingly interesting as the night goes on is it so is it a thr- it looks like a thriller no it's the worst movie i've ever seen and i just can't stress it enough wow out of almost ten thousand ratings it got 6.2 out of 10 yeah which is high considering how shitty you say it is yeah it it, it, it was i literally was like they must have made this to and and when while they're making it they're like no, we're purposely making the worst film of all time maybe they're doing that you know you look at people's attention spans today and maybe they did that just to see how how they could I do. saw the cast and I go this is gonna be great and it looks like an easy flick to watch just chill and I watched it and, and it was so bad it was so bad was the acting even good yeah it was shot well the story was so bad like it made me unco- the ending made me it was the most uncomfortable I've ever been watching a movie and I it wow. made me feel uncomfortable watching it I'm gonna have to like, watch it see now you're saying it's so bad I wanna so watch bad. it so maybe that's I, it was so bad that I was watching it going, something must happen at the end to make up for it being this bad. And then they literally said to themselves, what's the worst possible ending we can have? And let's throw that on this movie. <laughs> and I said they must, they must have done Who this Who directed this thing? It's directed by Patrick Bryce. What has Patrick Bryce done? Let's see. Oh, he's cute. He's born. He's from grass. He, no, it does matter. That's because. It's Hollywood. All that matters is what you look like. He did Creep. Oh, okay. He, he did some. So maybe he's just trying to figure his shit out. Maybe he's a weirdo that wants to make bad movies. He holds a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Film and Video from California Institute of the Arts. Yeah, I don't care. You don't give a shit about him? No, I don't want to talk about this All anymore. right, well, fuck it. We don't have to talk about it anymore. I um, I watched this movie on Netflix called With Zach Galifianakis. Do you watch a lot of movies? Yeah. You are you he- you are here. Have you heard of it? Yeah. With Zach it's- Galifianakis? Are yeah, you, yeah, are yeah. Oh, gosh. I almost wa- I was gonna watch that the other night. It's really good, and it has bad ratings. I know, but I, you know what? I did the thing where I'm like, you know what? The ratings are bad. I don't understand the rating system on Netflix. I'm gonna watch it. It was pretty decent. Okay, good. I'm gonna watch that. Then I'm happy you said that. I I actually thought what it was rated, it didn't give it justice. What about that new movie, Poo Shit Charlie the Cat? What was your dog? What did you just say to your dog? Poo Shit Charlie the Cat. <laughs> I said, don't crap Chaplin. Oh yeah, don't crap Chaplin. Because Chaplin's here in the studio, and I don't want him to crap. He's looking at me like he's got a, he's got, he's pinching a loaf right now. Don't you? That's a good. <laughs> don't that's crap a, Chaplin. That's gonna be his his movie title. It could be, a, it could be a new, it could be um an animated series. Don't crap Chaplin. It could be an animated series. Yeah, that'd be really cute. And it's a dog that's just constantly trying not to crap. <laughs> Everywhere he goes. Wait, we have to get back to your girlfriend because okay, we went off on this fucking yeah. Netflix tangent. Yeah. How long have you been dating her? A couple months. Okay, and what do you? As being a guy, a straight guy, you've been a straight guy your whole life? My whole life. Okay. What do you think is a common thing about amongst women as far as like the way we are? The way the way you are? <laughs> yeah, like what are some issues you think all women have? Issues? Yeah. Oh, you're just saying issues? issues. <laughs> like so- do you see something common with all the girls you've dated? Yes. What? Um that I <sighs> Um do you want to think Gr- about it and take it home as homework? Or? Can we pause? No. Give me an assignment. <laughs> Can we pause? Who comes on a podcast and asks to pause? Would you have to pee? No. I have to, don't crap chaplain. But <laughs> no. Um, okay. So something common that all that all girls. I, I'm worried that girls. I don't know what they used to be like. But <laughs> now um, I don't know loyalty anymore with women. I think there's too many. I think there's too many. I think there's too much from there, and I think there's too many options. And I think girls flip emotions so much that it's that one thing I'm seeing is that it's hard. I feel like for a girl to commit for for several different reasons, more so than guys now, because they have so many options, and then guys are hitting them up. And they're aggressive about it. And I think it confuses girls because they're getting all this attention. Yeah. So it's making them feel way more special than they are. <laughs> so they're like, oh. And the, and the thing is, is it, it, it takes a, a real woman to understand that it's not a feat 
that you can get guys because we're pigs. And I don't think girls these days are realizing that just because you're getting attention from a guy doesn't mean that you're something great. It's just guys will fuck anything. Wow. So the I thing just that heard I'm a bunch seeing, of girls' hearts break and their vaginas dry up. Well, because it's not – if you have a guy that likes you, don't – like you're not – Don't look for the next best, because, best thing. Because, yeah. you're, because it's not – you are good. You can get guys. No matter what you look like, if you're a girl, you can get guys. And the, the, the thing that's happening now is girls think that guys are getting all these girls and they're not. I, I, I have friends that get, that get a lot of girls. But that's a very, very small percentage. That's like oh, the out members, of all your friends. That's like a members only club. Right. You're like, not you're not saying all your friends guy, do. The average guy doesn't get that many girls. And so they make you think that they do. But you know, so I think girls are like, well, if guys can do it, girls can do it now. But it's like we're you have the power to get way more guys than a guy can get girls. And that's important for women to understand. That that could be empowering right there. But what's really happening is I think women are thinking, the average girl is thinking that they're important because all these guys are hitting on them, and it makes it hard to connect with the guy that you're with. So it's like if you get into like an argument or, you know, you can almost see them disconnecting, and it's like, oh, you know, and then their their, their text message or their DMs are right. stacked with all these guys that can be like, oh, okay, well, what about this one? And, you know, if some people will argue, well, if a girl will do that, then she's not the right one. But it's like that's the society that's we're in right the, now. That's the way the girls are in general. I feel like men are kind of like that, too, but that's coming from a different perspective. We, will, I'm sure we would be, but we don't have the power to be as much as you would think. Like, we're not that we, we don't we can't we can we can go after a lot of girls. So, sure, if we hit on 25 girls, maybe we can get three of them. But. But like we have to put work in. Yeah, girls don't have to put work in. Like that's it. We just like, have to put our IUD in. Yes, completely. <laughs> so, so it's that's what I found. It's just like I don't trust women anymore, and it's partly because I don't trust men. I don't trust anyone. And <laughs> this is starting to sound like a a, a problem that has is pre-existing. N- well, trust issues. No, but I do I do believe that what I'm saying about about women is true. I I think it's I think that uh that they can disconnect a little easier these days and because they have more options and it makes sense. I mean, it does make sense. It does make sense, but it's terrifying. You don't have to work through anything anymore. Instagram's kind of changed everyone's relationships. Friendships yeah. to relationships to yeah. like, you know, intimate relationships where you're like having sex and being in like, uh, you know. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is even if you're just uh, just chatting with someone, say you have a boyfriend and then there's someone that hits you up and you're just... You know, if you're having intimate conversations with them, not sexual, but just intimate, yeah. like where, where, you know, because we feel like we're connecting now through, you know, words and you might not be, but that person might. So you might be creating a whole relationship with someone, even if you're talking about the weather every other day. You are. I mean, the, I've, are. Had, I've had relationships via text. And then what happens is you run to that person when, when the going gets tough, you know, and you're in an argument and you guys aren't talking for a couple hours. You get a little upset and you're like, well, I'm going to talk to this person because I need the attention. I need that, you know, the feeling. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're in such an instant gratification society that, like, we don't even realize that we're doing it. Even good girls are doing it, not even realizing it, you know? Like getting that, like satisfying that need to have the attention yeah. be. Yeah. But, but you're creating a potential uh, someone whose arms you can run into. So, and, and we can all feel. Look, I, the older I get, the, the more I really do believe in energy. And I'm an empath. I completely what's I an feel, empath? Like I can feel people's energies. And when I get on stage, you, you see me on stage. Yeah. I, I can I can get up stage and I I can feel the room, and uh I I can read the room and I can that's why I've got I can do people say I, I can do crowd work it's because I can read I can read the people when I'm and it's 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 good and bad, but you know, I do believe I can feel when I'm with someone, I can feel them. And I, and I've called out girls, I've called them out and I've been right. and been like, Hey, you're what's going on here. You know, uh, like when they're being like a little weird and little disconnected shady. or, you know, cause girls, <clears throat> girls, girls will, you know, you've got your hormonal. So like, can you, you know, stop pointing at me. I, I forgot. <laughs> you're not. Good crap. Chaplain. Can you say- <laughs> but, uh, you know, so when you're going through different, uh, feelings or emotions I, I can kind of sense it or like one time not with her but another girl I'm not going to say who I'm talking about when I'm talking about anyone I'm not going to say if I'm talking about my girlfriend or someone prior but someone they were they weren't answering their I wasn't in town and their 
answering or texting had shifted a little bit one morning. The and timing. It, it was weird because <clears throat> a couple hours had gone by and this person always was on. And I literally was like, found a way to be like, hey, I hadn't really heard from you all morning. And basically they had an ex that was texting that they finally were like, yeah, my ex was texting. And I, I knew based off of the reactions, but they showed me the text and it was the, the guy, it was like kind of crazy. So he was like, it wasn't, he was try, just being weird. Texting and, the girl. And she was just trying to be nice back. And I saw the texts and I, I believe it because the guy she had dated prior was a little nuts. So I they think she was are. just, I think she was just trying to like placate you know, to him. Yeah, because he was he was being insane, not to her, but you know he was like, "I'm not in a good place," like all that weird stuff. Yeah. So she was just being. She's like, "Come over, I'll suck your dick out of the bad place." Exa- exactly, not a big deal like that. <laughs> um, Ten a.m. dick suck. But but I but I felt it even through, through the reaction, the text. and I was right. And it's like we are we we can fe- when you're connecting with someone, you can feel it. Yeah, it could be a little scary. So it sucks because. The other person knows more than you think, even if they don't know they know. On some level, they know that there's a disconnect going on. Right. And it, and it, and it creates uh, a lack of communication. And then when that communication gets, because you're communicating with so many other people, and it's almost like wires are getting crossed. Yeah. Am I making any sense? You are kind of making sense. Yeah. A little, so, a little bit of sense. No, so, I understand what you're saying. So the wires get crossed, and, and now you're like, you're almost picking up on their frequencies with other people almost. Because you can tell the way when her communicating had shifted with you, you knew that they were communicating why, with she's someone communicating else. with somebody else because why is she changing the way she's talking to me? Yes. And don't you think all this shit just fucking drives us nuts? It's driving well, it's driving it's, us insane. The, 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 the phone the the phone thing drives me nuts. Social media drives me nuts. Well, I it's, feel it's, like- ba- it's 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 like Pandora's box. And it like at first it, there there are elements of it that's amazing. The, the like, the simple elements of it, you know, the yeah, surface like, elements the of it. Surf- and being able to communicate you, with the tons of people is cool, but that same thing is terrifying and also... Look, the mentally ill have the internet. <laughs> like, that's the bottom line. You don't what, have to do take a mean? screening process. Are you, there's no... Everybody <laughs> is on it, so it's crazy. The mentally ill? What about the, the d- deranged? They're, what about the pedophiles? I think that kind of falls under mentally ill. Is it? The same thing. Nah, pedophiles are fine. They're fine. They're normal. <laughs> um, they're just normal people. Yeah, everyone's on the internet. So, yeah, it's it's cre- it's creating. Ba- I think it's creating bad energy. Are you it's, an old school? Like, are you like a romantic dude? Um, do you? Buy I used flowers, to be. Open doors. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and I, I believe in monogamy. If I, be, I I don't believe. I believe you do what you want to do. I believe that you can be monogamous. Like if you're with someone and, and you both agree that like I'm into monogamy, then that's great. You know, it depends. On, I don't. I don't think you need to be monogamous. If if as long as you're on the same page as the other person, that's it. You know, I don't have a belief system of like how a relationship should be. The only thing that I have is you should both be on the same page. Like if one person says if if you both agree to be monogamous and one person isn't, well then you know. But you can't just be because like, well, I don't believe in monogamy. Well then tell the person that. Or if you want to be a bachelor for life, just be a bachelor for life. Like it doesn't matter. But I think you just need to be on the other page, same page with the other person. That's the one thing in a relationship I think is important, and I don't think a lot of people are anymore. You know, and there's I don't insecure- know if monogamy is is a realistic thing. I think it could be. I think it depends on the person. I think it's really hard. I think now. I think maybe back in the day with our grandparents and even our parents, sure, they didn't have the internet. They didn't have this accessibility to every single. You know, this is a thing. People back in the day in relationships had to wallow in their emotions. They had to feel their emotions. They had to go through shit. They yeah. had to solve problems because there wasn't an opportunity for you to just ex- escape onto your phone and go into the shitter for two hours yeah. and just, you know, do whatever the games are Look. and all this shit. I just think like, I, I don't know if I think monogamy is going to be a, a thing of, of yesterday soon. Oh, I could see that. I mean, you know, here's look, I've. Look. 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 That should be the title of your third DVD. Look. <laughs> Their albums are not visual. I know. I say DVD like that's yeah, like so that 90s. That was yesterday. Yeah. What that was we, yesteryear. Are we, are we 912? <laughs> Look at how we're talking. You want to go down to the corner store and get a, get a hot dog for a nickel after this? <laughs> I love hot dogs. For a nickel only. I fucking love hot dogs. I had one last night. but At your house or did you buy one? I went I went to the uh, Clippers game. Not a hot dog. Is that basketball? Yeah. 
Um, Who won? Clippers. Did you scream? And shouted. Did you? Yeah. How were your seats? Did I you have, like, wave. poor people seats or like good seats? No, I, I went with my girlfriend, so we had good seats. Oh my God, you and your girlfriend went to a Clippers game. That's really cute. Yeah, went to the box. We had a box. Have you, have you guys had your first fight, like a real brawl? No, we had an argument, but it's cool. We're, we're both, we're, we're pretty similar. That can be dangerous. No, not in this sense, because we, like, we read each other to the point where it's like, even if we're just like in a little bit of a funk, like, she'll be like, hey, where'd you just go? And I'll be like, ah, uh, thanks. I don't know. <laughs> I was. I was <laughs> it went to my dark. I was going off to a different realm. My, the pedophile catacomb in my brain. <laughs> um, but uh, we, you know, we've both been burned in the past, so we have similar trust issues, which is complementing each other. Because if she is, you know, like I'm, I'm a girlfriend's nightmare to date because of my career. Like I get Snapchats yeah, and DMs from, girls, from so tits. many. Girl, they just, girls. they just, they just, they, they preemptively send this stuff. Yeah. I see it. Well, yeah. They just, so, they'll, they don't even, you don't even have to request it. Yeah. You can, you'll get tip picks. Especially because we met after one of my shows. She, and, and so like when you meet a girl, when a girl, when a, when you meet a girl because of stand up, then when they start to like you, they start thinking there's no way I'm the only one that yeah. this has happened with. Yep. Um, but I've had, here's, here's the thing about monogamy. I, I've had such a, I've, I've, I'm not, an, my prior dating life is, I'm not an angel. I've, I've experienced a lot of stuff. You well, you know? should because it, no. it, you and get into a relationship and, and then you, you feel like you're, you but, know, but the you thing is, done is your it's thing. Like, I know it's out there and it's like, it, it's, it really is with dating. The grass is always greener and you have to remind yourself. But that's when with I'm, everything. When I'm single, even if I'm hooking up with a, a bunch of girls and I'm single, it, it's not great because it's like, I'm neurotic. So I'm going to use condoms. I'm always like it. Gotten to the point where I'd be sleeping with a girl, and in my head, be like, "Ugh, who are you?" Right. It's it's physically satisfying temporarily, but emotionally, it's very vacant. It's a vacant yeah. And then existence. and then you're and then you're dealing with all these energies, and you know, and that's it's, chlamydia. <laughs> all those energies. But, but it it gets it gets like kind of. But then when you when you're with someone, you connect, and it's it's great. And I like I need to be stimulated. Like I have ADHD to the nth degree. So if I'm sleeping with someone, and there's and we're not. Did you see that shadow the just go by the window? That? It was like a Is huge. My <laughs> the whole room she tumbles in here. <laughs> I was like, was that like a hawk from that the was heavens? A, that was a dark angel. Jesus, that was a dark a angel. Shadow over the whole window. Oh my! Your eyes just went. <laughs> it's insidious. My pupils just dilate. <laughs> Everyone just freaked out in the studio for a second. They were like, "What was that?" And there's a stained glass window thing right this, there like, too. Creepy religious stained glass window. Father Christ is Lord. Good crap chaplain. Crowd crap chaplain. Chaplain just shit everywhere. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It just flew in, took chaplain and cut out. And as chaplain's going at the window, he's shitting everywhere. His name's Craplin. I'm going to change his name to Craplin. You should. Um, So anyway, back to monogamy. Yeah, Uh, back to monogamy. You think you're so? Do you want to get married then? If you believe in monogamy, I want to have a family. I don't. I like having someone there. I I don't. You know, I like having someone that. I, Are like your I parents said, I still to together? Be, yeah, that makes a big difference. Yeah, no, it does. But they, but also they, they're so old school Italian that like, I'm I'm not so sure that they. It's just they're to get they're not still together just because they don't believe in divorce. They're just too stubborn. Yeah, like I'm almost like so. I don't know. Like like it's a tricky tricky thing. Um. But I, I think it's like more looking into the soul of someone and like I, I'm telling you, it sounds weird, but like I need to be stimulated. Like I mentally stimulated I need by to be somebody mentally smart? stimulated. I'm because, the same way. Because I look, I've experienced the lust and it it, it, <clears throat> it it's fleeting. I Did had, you just say I experienced the lust? The lust, yeah. <laughs> I've ex- I've experienced a lot of lust and it's it's But you like, said the lust. Whatever. It's empty. Who says it like that though? I experienced the lust. Oh, did you? A time traveler? Someone who's been walking the earth for decades. You sound like somebody who's never experienced lust. I've experienced the lust. Like you're defending your no, virginity. I'm saying, I'm saying it very um I'm saying it very Shakespearean. Well, that's I mean, that's up to debate. Yeah. Do you um, know any Shakespeare? Yeah, I know Shakespeare. What's your favorite Shakespeare play? I know Shakespeare. <laughs> I um, never shake out the spear. Uh I like them. I like all of them. Oh, okay. Romeo and Juliet. Oh, the most I popular. Can, I can relate to Romeo a little bit. Why can you relate to Romeo? The whole suicide to Romeo? thing at the end. <laughs> <laughs> we both kill ourselves. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like the, like, I love Shakespeare, and you picked the most popular play ever. Hamlet. Okay, second so most popular. Uh, Much Ado About Nothing. 
Is it Shakespeare? I thought that was that was Carl Reiner or Rob Reiner. <laughs> it's much ado about nothing, Shakespeare. Did you just pull it out of your ass? I don't know Shakespeare at all. I'm just busting your balls. Let me see if you if you really much ado about nothing. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. Is that Shakespeare? I'm not the biggest You're Shakespeare right. That's fan. Shakespeare. It is Shakespeare. Yeah. Really, I'm impressed. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm well read. Did you go to college? Yes. Where? Quinnipiac University. That's not real. Is that online? It's a great first off, I played Division One baseball there. They have the best hockey team in the country, number one right now. Quinnipeg? Quinnipiac University in Connecticut. It's a great school. It sounds Native American. Yeah, I think maybe it was named after the Quinnipiac yeah, I think What did you study? What was you, like, did you actually I, go to class or did you just hit balls out in a in a field? I was a fucking pimp, dude. Were you? No, I didn't. But it was six girls to every guy, and we had no football team, but we were Division One, and I played baseball, so it was pretty easy. Oh, it's real. Quinnipiac University. It's a great school. In Hamden, and Connecticut. And they're huge with the polls, like presidential polls and stuff. They're huge in polling. It's, it's, a, it's a really, it's a great How school. How many students? When I went, there was like 65 to 7,000 undergrad. Yeah. 6,500 to 7,000 undergrad. It's expanded a great deal since then. It, enrollment in 2013 was 8,000. It's like... Well, it's expanded. <laughs> <laughs> so did you graduate? Yeah. What did you, so what was your like fi- final was, degree in grad? Uh, public relations with a minor in psychology and criminal justice. So you're going to be a cop? That public relations? PR? PR. Right, but the, criminal? The criminal justice? Well, because they didn't have law and I wanted to study law, but you, you don't, they don't have like a law. You can go to law school. But they don't have like a law program. So, so do you use anything? Close, I mean, it helps. Yeah, I mean, PR helps a great deal with my career. How how much was school for you? It was expensive. And are you still paying off student loans? No. Why not? Um, I had a little bit, maybe maybe a little from baseball, and then oh, you had a, a, a scholarship? Maybe maybe a little bit. Why being then, shady? Because I don't like to talk about financial situations. Come on, tell me how much your your student loans were. I don't have student loans. Okay, how much did co- college cost you? Very, down to it the was, cent. It was a good school. <laughs> Let me hold on. Let me look in the books. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't feel like you spent all that money on college, and you didn't. You're not a psychologist. You're not a criminal psychologist. Well, I think psychology. I just think psychology is fascinating. The human mind's insane. It is. It is insane. So I loved studying it. Um, I didn't want to. My my sister's going to grad school for OT, and she at NYU, and she graduated University of Rhode Island with uh, with a, a degree in psychology. Is she going to use it? I feel like everyone does. Well, my OT, sister has a yeah. degree in psychology OT, too. Yeah. And she's a housewife. OT. <laughs> Sorry, Em, but you know you're you're breastfeeding 24 hours a day. <laughs> and my brother wants to be president. Does he really? He's 19. He goes to Providence. Yeah. It's very possible. He was working on Marco Rubio's campaign. Are you serious? Marco Rubio follows him on Twitter. Are you just doing humble brags I now? I swear to God. What the fuck? No. <laughs> um, Marco Rubio follows your brother. Yeah. Mark Rubio's Marco a Rubio, douchebag. Yeah. No, he's He's good. a douchebag. No, Are no, you saying not. that because your brother's on his p- campaign? I mean, partially, but I don't think he's a douchebag. Come on. Everyone up there is a douchebag. They're all douchebags. That's what people don't ne- realize. Don't you think they're all douchebags? I don't. I mean, do, do I think presidents are sound-minded human beings? Probably not. Well, what about the people who are up for the presidential election right now? now? Yeah. We just shouldn't have a president this year. That's the bottom line. <laughs> you think we should just skip it? Yeah. That's what, that, yeah, we did no president for like Keep two Obama years. Keep Obama or take no him one. out and just... No one. Not one person. Just nobody. Really? And just see what happens. Just let it roll? Yeah. That's what people want now. We don't want to be governed. We don't want, you know, it's like, okay, let's just have no fucking president. Who who would you vote for? Are you going to vote? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's so bad. Are you terrified of Trump? I th- I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, he's not good, but like... I don't know what he means and what he says. I don't even know what's going. I don't even know what's going on with him. I have no idea. I think he's just. This saying is more shit. confusing than my dating life, which it is, is no, it is un- unbelievable. Yeah, because he says one thing and then he, I think he's just That's doing a funny everything tweet. for I'm media. Tweet that. What? The only thing more confusing than my dating life is the presidential election. <laughs> you should tweet that. I know I will. That's really good. Yeah. I'll tweet the day this comes out. Oh, I might never release it. I know. I don't blame you. <laughs> just kidding. Again, you guys don't have to be listening Come to this. Come on, shut up. Um. I don't know. It's going to be a disaster. I don't know what's going on. I don't. I don't know what we're doing as a country. This, we're really fucked up. We're. It's, this is bad. Look at. He holds the sign up. He's letting us know that we have ten minutes. I don't listen to that stuff. We'll, we'll, Wait, we'll be wanna, on for another hour. Before we go, I want to talk about something. Uh, I went to go see Dave Chappelle last yeah. week at the Palladium. 
And I was telling the guys before we started recording that. Have you ever seen Dave Chappelle live? Yeah. Why you say? Meh. Well, I not you're not. A I fan? haven't seen him. No, I love Dave. You kidding me? I mean, I've I haven't seen him rock like a concert like that, but yeah. I've seen him do Comedy Store Laugh Factory. Okay, He's so you see like sets. You've seen him do yeah. sets. So the Palladium holds like thirty seven hundred people or something like that. Right. So thirty seven hundred people. The show time was eight o'clock. I get outside at about uh, show, show time was eight, nine o'clock. I got outside at about eight before the doors open, mm-hmm. and it took almost two hours to get in because they make every single person put their cell phone in one of those bags and lock it because he doesn't right want, of course which I understand like uh, you know I get it but at the same time as uh, going as a fan of his standing out for two hours i just felt like what the fuck man like this is there's got to be a better system to get this shit done don't you think that's a little i don't i don't know what i don't know what's i don't know what to say about that because it's just so tough because i was doing a set at shaky town live the other night where the fuck is the old haha yeah okay okay yeah yeah working stuff out someone snapchatting and somebody recording there was 37 people in the crowd and it's like yeah, Guys, it ruins come, the show. Just experience I'm working it. on stuff, yep. too. So I don't want this out. One of the jokes, something I'm not working on, I want to put that on if it, a special or an album. I don't want it out. And it's like, it's just, it's just, an, and it's at my level. So it's like with Chappelle, it's like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's just, I don't know what to say because... People don't listen, so you can't just be polite and say, hey, guys, no recording. Yeah, because they'll record. Or you have to have a million security guards around. Yeah. So it's like, do I think it's a little extreme? Maybe he's trying to prove a point. Maybe he's trying to – maybe all the people that go there will – it will, it will it, maybe in the future what he's doing is they'll embed it in their minds. Yeah, that's that like, true. Next time I go to a live performance, I can't have my cell phone. And maybe – you know, so like maybe what it's doing down the road, if, if more artists do that, it could just create a great effect where everyone just kind of gets uh, trained that they can't do it. Hopefully. So I love that. So so it's great that he does it. It sucks for the now. It sucks like for the, in the moment, like to go to that, have to deal with that. And it sucks, you know, but I didn't even like maybe it, down the road, it will be a good thing. If, if everyone starts doing that, I don't even think, you know, I, I, like, I don't know. Yeah. So, so it made me frustrated for people. The fact that we had to do that, that he's encountered. So, but I know, I mean, every single show I do, I have to say somebody, the, the comedy security guards or myself i always have to tell somebody and put you your to, fucking phone you have to down look at all these people as shitty editors so yeah. it's like they're like a shitty reality show editor yeah where it's like well how are you gonna cut me on this you can make me look good nah you know so it's like they're gonna shaky cam they're gonna they're gonna put on with the part that they so what, what if you have a weird experience with a heckler where you might handle it but at first maybe they get you and it's like oh comedian says this to audience member you know and yeah. then it's like all of a sudden that's how people view you as, even if you know only a couple hundred people see it. It's like it's a couple hundred people that look at you like this now. It's not how you want to be seen, right? And it's, so it's if basically you're working like on them shit, going it's, it's frustrating. like, "I'm your editor now. I'm fucking releasing that." And it's like, no, don't release that because you're also releasing your point of view on me as a comedian, right? And, and I don't not out of context. That. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I guess for me, that's I, the big word now. I mean, that's the big phrase: out of context. Everything's out of context. Well, it's true these days. because it's so easy to take it out of context, and then you build a whole thing around this one little. It, you know, kernel of a, a a bigger piece that becomes its own thing. But for me, it's like, I wasn't going to look at my phone. I wasn't going to record. So I felt like well, phones, there should be a line for people who aren't going to take their fucking phones. <laughs> but, the, but the phones are actually, that even, that's actually has to do with uh, the whole putting your phones away. Like also with dating too, it's like screenshots and, and, you know, all, and, and all that stuff. It's like, We've just entered. The phones are just dangerous now. You know, phones and that's are another dangerous. reason I don't even like dating. I had a girl make up. I don't know if she made. I don't know if she actually made up. If she actually made up a fake conversation and showed people, but she lied about a text message I had with her, and went around telling comedians it. Oh, God, and like that's, literally, that's really deceptive. People were like not booking me because she was like coddling. And she's around. She's not what doing stand up really. What'd she say you said? She said that I said to, so this is a girl I met on Tinder, okay? Oh man, these Tinder bitches, And Come on. I had no idea she had anything to do with comedy, and I'm super polite in everything I write. I've learned from some of my friends, like, you know, you know people I, I roll with. Yeah. Don't put stuff in writing. I've already, I've already been like that for a couple of years now. I don't put, and even before that, I was never, I've never sent dick pics. I'm just not like that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very polite in what I respond. Like, I don't, I don't write, put stuff in writing. She was like, uh, so she would, she started coming to a bunch of my shows, like, in a row. And like one time she came to a show here actually at the Hollywood Improv and she saw me and acted like a deer in headlights when she saw me. And I was like, 
you know, it was kind of like, hey, almost like, what are you doing here? But like, whatever. And then she texted me later that night. Uh, did you leave? And it was like two hours later, the show had been over. And I'd be like, okay, and I have all this. So then she was with her friend. And basically, I just flat out said, I was at my buddy's with a couple of people. Hey, do you, wanna, you and your friend want to come to my friend's place? Texted it. But she was texting me. She was right. booty calling me, essentially. Oh, she said Then that. she goes, I'm not a booty call. When are you going to learn? And I was like, what are you talking about? So my buddy took the phone. At this point, we're just laughing. And then she starts like, uh, then he texts her like, Oh, then she was like, because of feminism and shit, which is a no- whole nother can of worms I can't She's get into She's texted right back now. because of feminism? She asked me what I'm doing at 1 a.m., and then when I said, I'm at my buddy's place, do you girls want to come? She goes, when are you going to learn I'm not a booty call because of feminism and shit when she texted me? <laughs> so my buddy was just like laughing. Oh, God, these entitled dumb yeah, bitches. Yeah, so anyway, long story short, uh, she started getting really rude with me and then started saying, you bet. You know, you stop making this weird because you're gonna start seeing me around a lot. And I was like, "What are you talking about? Seeing you around a lot?" And she and then she basically made a, a comment about how she, she's gonna be at comedy clubs. And I go, "Okay, well, if you're gonna come to my work and make it weird where I am, I'll have you banned from my work. Meaning, if I see you at my show, then I'm gonna tell them to get you out because now I'm uncomfortable. And you're telling first she's off, threatening you. She's threatening me, and I'm just saying. So you're gonna you're showing up at my work now. You're texting me. Who late. is she? Give me a name. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say <laughs> will you it tell loud. Me afterwards? I will tell you afterwards. You don't want to say it out loud. Just because whisper she's it to a the bad microphone. person. She's whisper a bad it. person. Just no, I don't want to. Because so then, so then, so then she told people. She started Sarah? telling comics that I told her to bring her and her friend up to my buddy's place so that we can fuck them, or else I'm gonna have her banned from comedy clubs. Oh my god! See how she, this is. But this is the problem with and a bunch of with comics. With the way shit goes down, and then her. that becomes the, the, that's out of context, and none of it's true. None of it's, it's even all close separate. To true. And that becomes the truth. Yep. That shit becomes the truth. And there you go. And I have the text. Feminism. Time, I have time. And that's feminism. And, and that's feminism. And, the, you know, and, and coming from a bitch who talks about feminism and then tries to like, uh, you know. Feminism is, is great, by the no, way. No, fuck, fuck all but that it's, shit. It's fuck empowerment all that. of women. Fuck that's all that. fine. I'm but. saying a girl like like this who's talking about feminism. I know what you're talking about because you, you, you and I have spoke about this before. Mm-hmm. So, And I've known you a very long time. Yeah. And I know you're not that type of guy. Yeah. And the fact that she's talking about feminism and then is trying to do this shit. To, to defame your name yeah. is total malarkey bullshit. Yeah. It's total hypocrisy bullshit. Yeah. And that's why she deserves to have her so vagina burned. So she started burned. doing stand-up. And oh I God, guess that, was, the, that was probably the reason that she, Tinder, like, she's she's the type of girl that will blackmail to get stuff because she's very, you Well, know. she'll get very far in this industry. <laughs> well, unfortunately, yeah. Good luck, good luck she, to her. <laughs> she probably will, though. A, you know, no, she'll have a great career. She, she's she's already ahead of the curve. Yeah. Yeah, she's ahead of the curve. She won't have a set, but she'll have a career. Yeah. Hilarious and true. <laughs> that's just the way it goes, though. But maybe that's what she wants. But this phone situation is just out of control because there are all these apps you can literally do. If you wanted to, you can go create an app called, like, I'm going fuck to fuck, com- fuck up conversations app. And then you could just <laughs> fuck up conversations. Well, don't you remember that shit before all these apps? There was that thing where you could have somebody, you could call a number and it would call somebody else's number showing somebody else's number. Well, I was, yeah. Do you remember that? Like you basically, yeah. so I could call you, yeah. but it would look like somebody yeah, else is course. calling you. Of course, yeah. And, and then that was before go- all the there's apps. there's Google numbers and stuff. You can get like a Google number it's where it's like bullshit, untraceable. Man. It's really, really bad. Yeah, no, it's bad. So let's, the whole let's, sh- let's prank my dad. Can we, just a couple minutes. I want, I want you to prank my dad. Okay. This will be funny. What do you want me to say? Just whatever. Like tell him, um, my dad, oh wait, my, uh, let's see what we can say. My dad, did you ever meet him? You've met him once, haven't you? Yeah, I have met him, yeah. So he's very gullible. Okay. Um, He's recently started to save money. Tell him him you're from his bank. Okay. And all his money is gone. Okay. Because he just started saving a lot of money. Tell me, tell me. Yeah, yeah. Where's where's his bank? I got to hook him in. Oh, fuck, what's his bank? I don't know what his bank is. I mean, just say, you know, whatever, bank. Uh, Salve Bank, maybe? Okay, I got it. No, you know, he's so gullible. Ask him. Sir, we're verifying your bank. You Sir, just... all your money's gone. No, Tell me he's, he's I'm gonna you got it. You, you, you're good at this shit, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's his name? So he's he's recently started to save a lot of money. Um, he lives on 115. <laughs> 115. <laughs> Is that good? Yeah. Take it off? Oh, shit. My bad. Take it off speaker. Just push the button. There we go. You don't have to hold it up to the mic anymore. Just hold it up so you can hear it.
Your call has been oh, forwarded shit. to automatic voice message system. The tone. Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you, you may hang up or press him. one for more options. Hey, we're looking for uh, a Joseph Peluso. This is Ray Chaplin. Over at your bank. All of your money is gone. All of it. It's gone. So, we'll be calling you back. Again, Ray Chaplin over at your bank. I'm breathing profusely. And I have a hole in my throat. He's calling. He's calling. Ryan Bailey. Oh, fuck. I thought that was me, my dad. I don't know who Ryan Bailey is. Don't you have a boyfriend, by the way? I mean, I've got people. Shit, there goes so your you glasses. throw my glasses? That's, that, that's what I'm talking about with girls. Do you, you have a boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> who, who says, who does a voice like that? This is, what was your name? Ray Chaplin. You said to do a, a threatening voice. I was just going to do a, a normal bank voice, <laughs> but then I got scared and I did it in between. <laughs> it's his bank threatening him is basically what I did. He I did a perfect in between. Rob Chaplin. Ray Chaplin. <laughs> this is Ray. Ch- who who disguises their voice and then gives their name? Just hold on. I want you to I want you to prank everybody in my family. Okay. I I used to do prank calls in my hometown. Let's prank my mom. Okay. You've met my mom. Yeah. Um. And and people what, what like from towns back- over used to like want like at at later at night they'd be like yo. Like from towns over, they would text me and be like, "Towns over? What are you fucking Ben Franklin? Who no, talks I'm Paul like Revere. that?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you, you met my mom? Yeah. What kind of back? What kind of background information do you want? All of it. As um, much. she shops a lot at Marshalls. Okay. She's got a cat named Jigs and a dog named Lula. Um, she uses a lot of credit cards. Can I say that we, I'm gonna call her for a scientific study on? We heard that her cat Jigs can speak. <laughs> And we want we we we're gonna send someone over to pick him up. Okay, whatever you want to do. Wait, wait, oh, but Here. she 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 shops. Her name's Nancy. Nancy this? Finley. No, don't unplug it. It's it's going into the board. You can talk into it, so she can hear you. Can don't you hear do a it? voice. Just be very sincere. Hello. Hey, Nancy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. This is Ray Chaplin over at the ASPCA. Uh huh. Um, we actually heard we were doing we're doing a study, and we heard that your uh, your cat Jigs can speak. Well, uh, you know the whole the whole problem with this conversation. What? Is that you called you called on my daughter's phone. <laughs> I forgot to block the fucking number, <laughs> Mom. Hand your cat over. You're seventy two hours, lady. <laughs> <laughs> And I stole your daughter's phone. <laughs> Give me a cat now. <laughs> Mom, I was trying to prank you. Now I can never do it again because you're too smart. That's my friend John Campanelli. Hey, what's up? Would Hi, you, John. Would you have believed him that he <laughs> said your cat can talk? And the ASPCA, that's what yeah, I come up the with? the ASPCA is doing that? <laughs> they're terrible at They're this. looking for talking cats. Mom, he used to do this back in the day and people would request it from two towns over. Yeah. <laughs> we just I one time it. warned everyone the British were coming. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mom. Is there anything you want to say to the podcast world? No. Oh, wow. No, good. You're great. Well, woman of few words. You should run for president. Podcast world. Do you want to say, give John any love advice? He Please. just started dating a girl. Any love th- advice? Oh, come on, uh, seriously. <laughs> yeah, some love advice. Think of my record. <laughs> What kind of record? Police? Her love record, oh. not police record. Okay, police don't re- do it. Don't do it is her advice. God, that's what every that's what everyone says. All like my parents, my parents' friends, they all say don't do it. She's the anti Nike. This is fucked. I need to get out. I want to go to a different planet, to be honest with you. <laughs> I wish I was an alien. <laughs> well, I miss you, Mom. I miss you too. But seriously, I a cat. Whatever. <laughs> but my cat does not talk. What about your pussy? I was just thinking. What about my what? Nothing, Mom. Nothing. I don't know what we did. We we, we got carried away. (laughs) I guess you did. I miss you, okay? Don't take me out of the will. (laughs) I'd love to take you out to dinner when I'm in New York. Are you hitting on my mom? Yes. Okay. (laughs) She needs it. I'll give you more advice. Whoa. Whoa. She's flirting back. Maybe I can give you some advice. Whoa. All right. All right. All right. We've drawn. Maybe we could be an advice hotline. What is this, Ashley Madison live? <laughs> I'm on Ashley Madison, but as the escort. <laughs> okay.
Okay, mom, I'm going to let you go before I start to vomit in my mouth a little. All okay. Right. So I love you. Next time you try to prank somebody, make sure that you block your cell phone. I forgot, Mom. Okay. We All pranked right. Dad, and it'll work fine. I could call him from my phone okay. and tell him I'm Ben Franklin, and he believe That's it. That's my I'll, advice. I'll give you. Uh, I'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well, something came out of that at least. That's <laughs> hilarious. I for- totally forgot to block her. What an idiot. Well, you know, at least you and my mom had a love connection. We really did, and I felt like, um, I really felt it was real. Oh, God, you're so gross. Okay, I just have to text to her. To, I just have to text with her to see if the connection is Stop. real, because that's how I can yeah, tell. Yeah, that's the real connection. Mm-hmm. Tell people about your shows where they can see you, where they can Thank find you. Thank you. Do a little self-promotion. Go ahead. Thank You've you. You've got two seconds. Okay, great. Thanks, guys. That was the podcast with John Campanelli. <laughs> Why did you say that? Why did you say Okay, go! (laughs) Viper! Hi, this is Viper speaking from the hotline. This is Viper from the love hotline. Is your mom single? (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm going to be... I'm I'm at the Laugh Factory in... I have to go. I'm peeing. (laughs) I'm... Um, again, you guys don't have to listen to the rest of this, but um, I'm going to be at the Laugh Factory. I'm at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. It's my show every Wednesday at 10 p.m. It's called Comedy Train with John Campanelli. Okay, it's my show. If you guys want to come to that, you can uh, email me at jcampcomedy at jmail at jmail jday.com. <laughs> you can email me at jcamp j c a m p jcampcomedy at gmail.com. Or just follow me on social media, John Campanelli One, because I really need the followers. I um, regret every moment. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh Factory Wednesdays, ten o'clock. Uh, comedy Trial with John Campanelli. Follow me on social media, John Campanelli One. In your I'm going to be in New York, the end of uh, the end of April. I'm going to be posting my dates there, um, so you know, keep a lookout for that. And then um, I have two comedy albums out that I really need you to buy. <laughs> the, one shockingly is called Nervous. Nervous. The second one's called New Phone. Who is this? And they're uh, both. They're all on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Um, so go buy them. And I, I'm really proud of them. I really am. I think that they're you really good. Be. So no, they're they're good. They've gotten great reviews. Um, so go check them out. And um, and have them call your mom. He'll hit on her. Yeah. Do Thank that you. Too. Of course. You're one of Thank- my closest friends. I had a lot of fun on the Sharp Tom podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. of an idiot am i that i forgot to to <laughs> block my number when i went to to prank my mother what 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 planet am i living on it, it's just <laughs> and she's such a snide smart woman uh, the problem with this is that i know you're calling from jesse me's phone you can't get by nancy i should have known I couldn't get anything by her when I was a kid, and I can't get anything by her now. Damn it. Um, That was hilarious. (laughs) And my dad actually called back and was like, would you try to, you you trying to call me? I forgot to block my number when I prank called my dad. I suck. I obviously didn't learn anything from from listening to the Jerky Boys or being an adult. I mean, that's 101. You just block your number. We used to do that when we had a rotary phone. You'd block the number. For those of you who don't know what a rotary phone is, suck a dick um i just also want to thank CISO again for sponsoring today's podcast episode um if you guys like comedy and i know you do because you're here and if you want all of your favorites in one place CISO is for you it's premium comedy streaming service with original series they've got the quotable classics um they have next day late night stand-up comedy specials and more so much stuff CISO for yourself CISO's got all 40 seasons of Saturday Night Live, which is dope because back in the day they had some really great episodes. They have the entire Mon- Monty Python library, which if you don't know my- Monty Python, check it out. That shit is classic. And they have all of the Kids in the Hall, Parks and Rec. They have both versions of The Office. Yes, uh, the American version is not the original. Steve Carell and Ricky Gervais. And hilarious brand new exclusive stand-up and series from people like the Upright Citizens Brigade, 
Cameron Esposito. Um, I can't even say, I can't say names. Cameron Esposito, uh, Dan Harmon, who does a podcast, Scott Ackerman and Jonah Ray. Every single week, they've got tons of stuff. Plus, it's 100% ad free. That's the best part. No ads like this one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is actually really dope. You guys should check CISO out. It's only $3.99 a month. And even better, you can CISO for yourself for free right now only at CISO.com. So go check it out. Please check it out. Um, it, comedy is a dope thing to have in your life. You know, you can get rid of some stress. You can release some serotonin into your body and you can live longer. So CISO is extending your life so you're welcome for that, okay? And so is this podcast. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, I found uh, a voicemail from my dad. My dad is a comedy fan as well. And he found, I, guess, I sent him like a box of about 50 DVDs because I don't have a DVD player anymore. What am I going to do with a fucking DVD player? So I sent him all my comedy specials that I have and all my favorite classic movies and some new ones. And apparently one of my favorites was in there and he found it. So I'm going to play you the, the voicemail that he left me. You guys are dope. I love you motherfuckers. So stick close together. Treat each other well. Well, don't stick close together. That's kind of weird because a lot of you guys don't know each other and a lot of you live far apart and you're not even in like the same area code, zip code, or even state. So you don't have to stick together. Just treat each other well, okay? Don't be an asshole. Open a door today. Go out there and do something good. I'm back to the good deeds. I'm all about good deeds. And that movie was on Mr. Deeds. God, that was terrible. With Adam Sandler. Jesus. And, and what's her name that stole stuff? What's that chick's name? Why can't I think of it from from Edward Scissorhands? Now I gotta Google it. Didn't she steal a bunch of shit from the store? I'm typing it in right now. You guys are just gonna have to wait. Can you hear my computer? Edward Scissorhands. What's her fucking name? Johnny Depp. Yeah, duh. How come you don't have the fucking... How can I not think? I can see her face. Winona Ryder. How can I forget that? My assistant's dog, her name is Winona. How can I forget Winona Ryder? Mr. Deeds, she was in that. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's one of those movies you just have to get high and watch. Okay, come see me live, guys. All right, jessiemay.com. I'm in Ohio this weekend at the Funny Bone. And then I'm in a bunch of other places. Go to my website. Check it out. I'm giving shit away all the time. You mentioned this podcast. You may win free tickets. Um, sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. Send me a screenshot of your subscription. Get a friend to subscribe. Please rate and review my podcast. I'm, I'm building it. And I would love any positive feedback. And if you have any negative feedback, shove it up your ass. Hey, team Stan. I just got done watching the George Cowan uh, special on HBO. That was a pretty late one. He's, he's, he's quite old. He did that. It was funny to ask you. Know, I, I hadn't seen that one. That was really funny. He's a genius. What a mind you got. Okay. Love you. Say hello to Peter. Talk to you later. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.